It's a very special edition of Verbal Tap, the 13th annual Tappy's Grappling Awards, proving once again and always fighting way easier from outside the cage and a lot more fun on the stage. With me, of course, the legend of hosting these types of shows, especially imaginary-wise, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing post-Globes? How are you doing? Oh, thank you so much. No, you guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Take your seat. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. It's an honor to be hosting the 17th annual Verbal Tappies. <laughs> oh, I like that. I, I like the Verbal I, Tappies. That's a good... Obviously, we've been doing this for a long time, but that's a nice addition. Well, you know, when you call it the Academy Award, you win the Oscar. Here, you win the Tappy. So <laughs> it, it's kind of a formalized version of saying it, and then we come back to it. You know, um, banter, Kevin. Banter. I Can I say this? Yeah. I called the nice roasting that Andy Sandberg did last night because he did it a few years ago at a roast. And I've seen that character many times. And I could feel niceness coming. Raph, the way you community around the grappling world and are always an ambassador makes you seem like a real desperate piece of awesome shit. Roasted. You're roasted. More banter. Wow, Kevin. The way that you returned from injury is unlike anybody I've ever seen in grappling. <laughs> Your story is unique and only into yourself. <laughs> Boom, Ouch. roasted. Ouch, that hurt. Is there a fire on here? Because it's hot. It's getting hot. And you've seen it. There we go. Raph, without yep. the huge budget or months of preparation, I think we just yep. did the exact same opening sequence. Hold on, um, what's that, my agent telling us we're hosting the Oscars now? Wow, oh, what a I, well, what a happy 28th verbal tappies to you. That feels fantastic. So many people to thank. Kevin Hart, mostly. Uh, yep. Homophobic undertones <laughs> in the church community, of which he still considers himself. That's been I big will Kevin Hart. say, Big Ben got a moment where I did think that you were going to thank homophobia for a I second. I was not going to thank homophobia. <laughs> They, that is a good kind of like to just say once <laughs> just again, sure. still not going to thank them. Won't do it. <laughs> the homophobic undertones of the church is what I thanked. And that was, yep. I thought that was as nice as I could put it because this is a family event. This is a verbal tappies. Absolutely. We won't let those real awards drag us down here mm-hmm. on the 29th annual mm-hmm. verbal tappies awards. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to bring to you so many of these categories. But there's been a long history of giving out un- appreciated recognition on this show, Kevin. I remember our very first episode, we were giving out episodes dating all the way back to the early 2009s. Does that matter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was um, right after Obama pre-Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I'm 2.1% sure that Instagram joke might have existed. I'm not, not going <laughs> to. Uh, anyway. So you're double sure. All right. Kev, can All you right. tell us a little bit about the history of the verbal tappies? The history of the verbal tappies has always been a celebration of this coming year in grappling mm-hmm. for 2019. It culminates two things that Raph and I are very passionate about. One, being too lazy to come up with a real awards list for 2018. Also, because we wouldn't be those people. We, we are on our shit. missed 2018's. Right. <laughs> So let's just do 2019, plus way more fun. Who wants to deal with the checks and balances of being wrong? We have tappies to give out tonight in categories like 
most wins without a submission. Mm-hmm. Next EBI star, next EBI disappointment, so many more. And Raph, this year's first ever, and mm-hmm. to me this is important because it helps signify something, the Joe Rogan Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, this is What a 2019 year. You know, so many people who have gone on to win the Joe Rogan Achievement Award Lifetime, they've gone on to have stupendous careers in the world of mixed martial arts. I know that I've been nominated several times and I've had to turn it down because I'm a host, Kevin, and I can't accept that. That's well, and humble. You forgot yes. to under a humble host. And I feel bad that we kept not letting Joe Rogan come on the podcast and give an acceptance speech. I mean, his people sent the HR department that are contacting people did. It was like 25 messages. Yep. We're sorry. We should yeah. have done it. We recognize that now. I mean, hindsight being what it is, at the time we just thought, the guy from Fear Factor? Not interested. (laughs) But now, obviously, podcast legend. And don't get us wrong, we've retired certain categories as the Joe Rogan Award for Excellence in Research, Uh, which went to young Jamie for about a good five years, and then we said we should really retire this category. His work that year was exquisite. Jamie's, Mm -hmm. obviously. There was the Halleck Gracie Business Achievement Award. That one at the time seemed like it really made sense, but, you know. Now, here's the thing about other award shows. They love to show you the briefcase that shows that nobody else knows the contents that are inside of them. We operate in the exact opposite way. We pretty much just show you the empty container in which we throw napkins into it and say, I think that's an okay idea. It's akin to a suggestion box at your local Chili's. You know it exists, but probably nobody really uses it. <laughs> There's at least several people that are on their way, and they just pass their local Chili's and have them over <laughs> like, I could use some baby back ribs. But well, I always just... feel bad that it's the, the person who sees somebody that gets drunk at a Chili's and leaves their tip inside of the suggestion box or like hey yeah i tipped you well and they're like that oh did you tip the fucking suggestion box again that suggestion box averages 22 percent. it's fantastic there are so many people to thank chili's not being one of them for the tappies to be possible and i want to start with north south jujitsu.com you should head there you mm. should get Get yourself some new underoos to celebrate 2019. Celebrate you. You don't need no Christmas gift. Not You're an independent grappler looking for something tight to snug those hips and not show that crack. Everybody knows it gets crazy at geeseys. People be grabbing. People be grabbing. Especially when they're trying to get into that, mm-hmm. that deep half. They're just grabbing those pants. I've seen it. Look. NorthSouthJujitsu.com will keep you protected from all of that and all terrain. It can stand deserts, rains, shark cages. I think that's a that's a season. NorthSouthJujitsu.com. And please slide on over for some fresh refreshment that's 100% natural. Please go to ProvenNutrition.com. Enter in Kevin 10, enter in Rav 10. Get yourself some supplements. That core drink will keep you healthy through the winter and motivated through training. More endurance. 100% natural. Proven Nutrition. Rav where do we start? I, can I start with a small personal narrative that I hope uh, inspires 2019 grapplers? Well, hold on. Okay, so after they do the monologue in a show. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm a, a big award show connoisseur, so that's how you know this show is produced at the top-tier levels. 
Highest and level. yes, did I know a handful of those writers who wrote those terrible jokes yesterday? Mm-hmm. Did I still say they were terrible jokes? Mm-hmm. Yup. Uh, so, Kev, what we need now is transition music. And I have found the best transition music that is available on my GarageBand on my phone. And with that, we'd like to say, that'll do it for our monologue. Let's hand out our very first award. Here to give it out, the co-host of the Verbal Tappies and also the broadcast show Verbal Tap, Kevin Phillips. You know, I got up early Sunday. Thank you for the music. It's great. I got up early Sunday to grapple, tried to put on my shorts, and they were too tight. Couldn't get them over my hips. Certainly couldn't go comfortably marching in. Was I discouraged, Rap? No. I went back in the archives and I found shorts because it's important to give a performance even in the face of some body issues. Got online. Got a bigger gi. Thank you, Hyperfly. Not the point right now, Rap. Tonight's nominees for most necessary return to grappling that make me cry in similar ways as I did Sunday morning. Are you ready for our nominees? Yes, please. Who are they, Kevin? Uh, first one seems obvious. Gary Tonin for getting just the shit slapped out of him in South Korea. Or North Korea. Who knows where he's fighting next? <laughs> AJ Agazar. The hair stuff just didn't work in MMA. Rafael Lovato Jr. Not because he's in any way failed. His third opponent has been injured. And Masasi's still working some rehabs. So he just makes a return. Raph, this one's a sneaky favorite. Vegas would have Dylan Danis. Dun, dun, dun. And finally, Raph, this is your fault. A late addition to the list, BJ Penn, for what I assume is the most recent performance. And this is a verbal tappy first. We have on the line the recipient, the winner of the first award, most necessary return to grappling, Verbal Tap's favorite, winner of the Tappy, Hawaii's own, BJ Penn. Do you- oh, okay. Hi, everybody. It's me, BJ Penn, and you know that because I hold a sign that says it's BJPennOfficial.com. So what did I win, guys? Did I win best comeback of the year? Uh, no. Well, this is the grappling awards. First of all, it's not it's not MMA, and it's uh, just the most necessary return to grappling. That's kind of an award. Oh, so you guys are like saying that I should uh, continue doing grappling in uh, MMA, so keep no. doing what I'm doing? No, no, no. Register for an IBJJF. They can't attack those heel hooks. They are no, not allowed uh, to. No, you know what? That's a great idea. I think I'm going to have to like get in touch with – the IBJJF, because like I've been there and I've done that, bro. Yeah. But now I'm all about that thug life, so now I'm gonna enter like uh, a grappling X. Can you imagine how much you would kill its at masters? <laughs> be excellent. Yeah, I mean, possible, but also like you know, Naga has those really cool belts. Yeah, I, I do, think I might do one of those. So you know, Man. like people were saying, like BJ, you could be a two division champ again, and I was like, that's not a bad idea, bro. I might do that. That and keep working on that album, Voices in Your Head. Verbal tap fans. Most oh, necessary. Oh, wait. I want to thank all the little people, a.k.a. all the people who easily beat me up now. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, BJ. BJ. Penn out. Sound effect on. Hold on. Actually, thanks the right wait, Where is it? There we go. Oh, Bye, everybody. Applause. Yay. 
Oh, we're having fun. More banter after this commercial. Uh, this is the nice part about podcasting. Rap. We don't have to flip to 27 minutes of NBC content. Yeah, that's fair. Although I think we're contractually obligated to tell people that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is returning <laughs> you, on Thursday. You are correct. And they should just be lucky. We're not going to play the 3-minute and 47-second clip they sent over. We're like, you know, audio... That's really not going to work. Like people aren't going to get up there. Like that's fine. Just plug this huge audio clip in to your podcast. It'll be fine. They did. I will, a lot of ad time on NBC. I will tell you this right now, Kevin. I wish I could tell you I was above it. However, um, on Grappling Hour, for whatever reason, I always try to come up with a version that goes to YouTube of the podcast and a version that goes to iTunes. And the version that goes to youtube includes an insert for one of our sponsors and it's just all visual with a song there's no words in it there's no voiceover in it when it goes to itunes i definitely don't change it so it's just 15 seconds of a song that you go what does that have to do with anything and i go oh yeah i'm too lazy to change that so full disclosure i do it too i'll take that yeah yeah <laughs> Kev, we got one in right now, and uh, I'd like to take us to our next category. Do you mind if I go and take over? Don't even ask. You're producing sound and uh, general choreography, because I don't follow the award shows close (laughs) enough, so I could just take this right off the rails. (laughs) Thanks, Kevin. General choreography you should put on your resume. You know what? I'm going to go put that on right now. I'm going to take off how many words per minute I can type, and I'm going to put that right back on. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this one comes from Jonathan Rutherford Orlana who says, in response to what categories did we forget or miss, he said, yo mama, hashtag got him. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's is... the type of writing that honestly works in the Golden Globes. Uh-huh. That was good. Yep. <laughs> <He's>, yep. <laughs> did he help with some of those? Is he one of those writers? Uh, well, I'm going to investigate into it, <laughs> but I think he's not, to the best of my uh, knowledge. So uh, there is that, but we do have a secondary award, a real award, Kevin. This one is best brand for old BJJ people, Kevin, and the nominees are. I'm waiting. That brand that you buy at Target. Oh. Under Umer, not to be confused with Under Armour, because. That's an okay brand, but under Umer is the one that you get at the swap meet that's been a little bit beat up, but you know you can still get some mileage out of it, maybe as a hole or two. <laughs> and the final nominee, Old Man Jiu-Jitsu, and your winner, Old Man Jiu-Jitsu, Kevin. Oh, I like that. Old Man there Jiu-Jitsu, rarely the winner. Rarely in class. Very, very rare. <laughs> rarely anytime there's cardio involved, but here, verbal tap. <laughs> Here's a fun story. They sent me a shirt, and uh, I wore it the other day, and when I attached something to it, I didn't realize that we would get so many real responses to it, but I literally did put on there, hey, guys, love the shirt. I'll wear it with honor. However, when does old man strength come in? That's a fair question. Did we get a tangible answer? Somebody said 50, and I said, fuck you that. fuck That's yourself. That's not right. <laughs> Then somebody else said, Raph, it happens at 40. And I said, I feel it happens different times for different people. Oh, I was God. just worried, did I need to put an application in somewhere? Because I have not done that. If I needed to do that, I'm happy to do it. 
I hope it's not like puberty. That would be my only personal humble request. I don't want to be a late bloomer again. Did it. Could really use that strength. Yep. So, Kevin, of course, we learned last time that as we transition between segments, nothing replicates and tells you that a new segment is coming. Quite like some traditional Chinese. That's what I picked. (laughs) Yes. Well, I've got news for you. As we segment transition and you tell us what the next award is, Kevin, I'll be using modern Chinese now. And here. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Kevin, you're here's why this works. The next award for the John Danaher achievement in sound goes to definitely not the crew that helped John Danaher with his first set of DVDs. And definitely does go to the crew that helped with the second. Hey, hold on, award. Uh, guys, John Danaher could not be here today. Uh, he has apparently a little bit too much to do. He did, however, send in a statement. Kevin, do you mind if I read that? I actually <laughs> would really. Uh, I mean, how long is it? You know what? Go ahead. No, just go ahead. I'll read you the first page. Because I, I it's actually 10 pages long. But here we go. Uh, this is uh, from the desk of John Danaher. And it says, Wow, what an interesting thing to be given an award for achievement in sound. Especially when you consider that the earliest days of jiu-jitsu was done and practiced without any sound, all capital letters, which is very weird. I'm going to put an asterisk to that. But yeah. <laughs> it was... Traditionally shown by mute monks who took a vow of silence to attack one another in case one took too many kernels of rice. However, it has been in my experience in communicating with the chimp known as Gary Tonin that you can teach the uneducated or the unsophisticated the ability to communicate. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. uh, Henzo Gracie, blah, blah, blah. Nikki Ryan is the future. Somewhere in here, he actually gives you the answer to quantum physics, but I'm going to jump to the meat and potatoes, which is at the very end. Here, let me see if I can just get... There we go. (laughs) There we go. The best soundboard any podcast can buy. Yeah, I've joined the party. Everybody look out. It's like they gave two... And it just said, you know, uh, and I guess the real way that I should acknowledge getting this award is to truly speak like this in a tone where even there is an ambulance going on in the background. I thank you. Oh, I hit it early. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that was was the right time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the best of John Danner. This is fun. We're gonna have to add these sounds. People, <laughs> keep us posted. How do you feel about the sound cues? How do you feel about the sound effects? I'm like, yeah. I'll, you we'll know, I never forget the time that Travis Connolly did over under Kevin, and he goes, "Get rid of the buzzer." And I go, "No." How and he goes, dare you. "He goes, get rid of the buzzer for over under Kevin." And I said, "How about we just get rid of you?" Boom. And he wasn't back on the next show, which takes <laughs> us to our next category. Kevin, would you like to go through that one? I really, really would. The Eddie Brage Innovation Award for 2019 goes to someone that's taken their hair game and their website a step further. Keenan Cornelius doing hair modeling on the side 
a little bit of nudity on his website, things really spice up in 2019 for the Keenster. He's going to have a Miley moment, Raph. Oh, Kev, I've got news here to present the award to Keenan Cornelius is Edgy Brage. Hey, thank you guys. That's uh, that's very nice. Um, you know, they came up to me and they said, Eddie, could you, you know, could you say a few words? And, uh, you know, anytime somebody says that, I say, of course, I can say 45 minutes worth of words. But really what it's about is Keenan, his hair has transcended, you know, Japanese culture. And now it's in the ether. And now I look at his hair and I say, that hair is legendary. I have looked into it. And I want to look into each and every one of you guys. And I want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to give this to Keenan. So, you know, you're welcome. And, you know, just keep going at it, guys. That's it. Eddie. Oh, you know, I actually forgot 15 things that I would like to talk about. Um, Do I have the time, Kevin? No. I joined the crowd. Thank you, Eddie Braj, for coming by for such a... Quick visit. There are so many people to thank in this year's grappling community, and we're not going to do any of it. We're still focused on 2019. Nope. So do something, and you'll get a thank you from us. You know, Until then, we're just speculating. Rap, would you please continue us down the journey of the verbal tappies? Absolutely. I'll walk you into our next uh, category, which was fan-submitted. Uh, this one comes from a friend from very far, far away, Kevin. And uh, this is Nicholas Boff Hughes, who suggested the category a best anti-inflammatory. Oh, I can already help you there. It's uh, meloxicam. It's a little bit more powerful than the, you know what? Let me check. It might be neoproxen. I just got to get a hold of my surgeon real quick. Well, let me oh, go did ahead. He and give one? You... Did he give help? He No, he just gave the category. Because, again, this is what happened when you uh, let civilians write the categories. Naproxen, oral. Uh, it's got some tough side effects, but it's a strong ibuprofen. Sorry, okay. this isn't a – I just thought I'd venture in with some of my knowledge. You know, guys, you want to also be aware we don't cross our categories. There's a separate award show that Kevin hosts after this show. It's the post show which is the verbal tap acknowledges the drugs that made this podcast. <laughs> Naproxen's on the list. So <laughs> we could go to what's the fans? The fan category. Part of me was thinking, you know, Kevin, I was like, uh, Kevin describing every single version of it. And it's like, uh, most euphoric weed goes to. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the one that you've got. Well, smashingly done let's go to our next category uh this is one of my favorite categories kevin because it acknowledges those who you know they say that there's no cheating there's no cutting the line in our sport and these people put in tireless hours potentially doing things that you think are they so here we go the award for best USADA bait goes to Gordon Ryan. Wow. This is a tough category with yeah. one of the meows joining the ranks this year. Uh, you know, I have it's actually on the list. It says the meow that does them. <laughs> well, we couldn't. And 
I was I helping think... the research team. We just couldn't figure out which one it was. We knew it was one of them. This is our bad. You know what it was? We said, is it Paulo? And I go, I don't know. I think it is. And then and somebody was like, town. oh, because of Paulo Escobar? Or is that Ooh. where we're going? And then it really, the whole conversation. Took it out. does get very, very there. However, keep in mind, the best part of USADA bait, the category is, that doesn't mean you're actually doing steroids. It just means, I mean, are you? Two words, Gordon Ryan. Dick pills. Dick I'm pills just saying. That's worked before. It will get you commissioned in LA. <clears throat> Can I tell you something I thought about this year, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is when I heard the Jeff Nowitzki on Joe Rogan podcast, and they basically went down the majorest cases of USADA failures. And in trying to put up John Jones, and especially when they make the excuse of, you know, guys, when you're trying to make a clean sport, you're going to have some bumps in the road. Why does it seem that almost their excuses to the point that nobody's ever done steroids? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it does seem like it's backwards. But. It just seems like every person who comes out and they go, we got him. He does steroids. They go, what? No, me? No, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't do steroids. And you can't prove it. And I dare you. They're like, well, here's a test. Uh, the, the test is wonky because, you know, a picogram and uh, the, the Olympic size swimming pool and stuff. So it just made me think. I was like, why is it every single person that they said this person did steroids? They've always had a convenient excuse. And yet very few people go, oh, yeah, I definitely did that. It is. There's very few cop twos. It was uh, basically A-Rod, wait, nope, <laughs> and winning this year's award for Gordon Ryan's best impression. Yep. A-Rod. So that's why we say you saw a bait. That cannot be slander or libel, depending on if you're reading the transcript of this. We might just be talking about his abs. You don't know. That's true. Yeah, take that. Anyway, or we could be talking about his hair. This is a very hair-friendly podcast here, people. But, Kevin, I'm very excited. Uh, oh, God. You get the clapter line for hair. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Kevin, I really want you to give out this award because I feel like it's one that uh, – we aren't one to shy away from controversial topics on this show. Well, tough category. Because the, yeah. the nominees in this category are fierce. They are just, they came to play. Keep in mind, these are acknowledgments for 2019 already. So these are awards that we've already looked into the future and said, oh, yeah, yeah, this match was so bad already. Yeah, it's only January 7th, but Com- we already know. Competitive category. This Verbal Tappy, least likely to entertain. And the nominees are. This is where I need, like, uh. Oh. Oh, shit. That's not Hold it. On. Oh, no. Is that. Wait. Oh, was that. That was chimpanzee. No, I got. I've got more modern. App. Oh, my modern God. Modern Chinese, Kev. Well, you I. Need I, that? I, I TikTok Real Shock is on. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just wrong. I just realized that now. Okay, cool. Least likely to entertain. We have Craig Jones in his match at Kasai. We have Craig Jones in his match at Polaris. And we have just Craig Jones, because maybe it's unfair to blame Polaris or Kasai. And the award for least likely to entertain, in fact, does get... Craig at Polaris. It was a tough category, but Craig Jones at Polaris is the least likely fight to entertain in 2019. There we go. 
<laughs> uh, you know, Craig Jones could not be here. Kevin, I have a written statement from him. That would be super helpful. I'm going to play a chainsaw noise before it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Really, I, really, I might have hit Harley. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> really, really puts you at home for that Australian flair. Uh, this one just says, Good day, mate. It's your friend, Craig Jones. Uh, wish I could be more entertaining. But how about that Keenan hair? Am I right? Also, <laughs> Lachlan Giles. I don't know why there's a bit on Lachlan Giles in his note to us. Also, Lockie. Uh, uh, I mean, he sucks too, am I right? And then also, what about Kit Dale's ass? LOL, I'm under a waterfall. Craig Jones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, I I have an addition to the, you know, like, I believe in land down under. Sure, sure. And then we flush a toilet sound. Sorry, I really wanted to use toilet. I thought well, it's it, still going, it, by the way. <laughs> is it just because it flushes the opposite way down there? Correct. It okay. is a it's a reverse hurricane of passion. Every time <laughs> oh, <God>. flush anything. <laughs> wow. Uh, I have news for you. It looks like Alabama is losing, and it looks like the Drake curse is very real. I thought I was I was watching Clemson beat the shit out of them and the award for semi-casual college paying attention goes to Verbal Tap this year. Thank you. That's right. Kevin, we are not eligible so it goes Verbal to Tappies. Oh, fine. Um and I personally love this next category. Best list goes yes. goes to 10th planet. Um now fair, they are the only list outside yes. of Gary's joke list. So maybe the verbal tap, you should go to Gary, but we have a policy. Um, we don't give them to amateurs. Good news, everybody. Uh, Eddie Brash uh, gave me his own statement that he wanted to read. Um, however, this one is unlike Eddie. Uh, it is brief. And it's just a link to his favorite conspiracy sites. So that was his acknowledgement of that award. I don't I know. Is that, is that the Harley? Or that, is was that, the that was Chainsaw. That was Chainsaw. Chainsaw and Harley sound very, very they, similar. They sound very similar. The soundboard is making a, a killing off of no fucking difference between their sounds. Pretty sure toilet is the same as doorbell. I'll find out. Uh, I'll find out. You know, Kev, now it's time to give some historical context. This one is one of the time-honored traditions in all of jiu-jitsu. This dates back to submission fighting, which is... Are you a points fighter? Have you been somebody who has just said, you know, submissions are hard, so I'm just going to stay here and keep them out? And this award is for you. This award acknowledges the best in all of jiu-jitsu that almost comes to the point of getting to the point of submitting somebody. Do you give pressure passing seminars? Are you known <laughs> for keeping up pressure? Go ahead. And the nominees for best or most wins without a submission parenthetical probably for 2019 are Tim Spriggs. Oh, an early favorite known for his top pressure. Cyborg Abreu. That one hurts. Sometimes you, sometimes you just reach a different category and DJ Jackson. That one makes perfect sense. And it's been very consistent. Until oh, the wait, there was, a, there was a fourth nominee that just made the list. Yes! Jonathan Satava, who just came in with a bullet. Kevin, open the envelope. 
I am so pleased to announce, continuing his dominance in this category for now seven years, DJ Jackson, inexplicably nicknamed wow. Kimura, but DJ Jackson's <laughs> mohawk of steadiness. Hey, it's not a bad category. He's, you know, some people. Uh, it's, like- a, it's a tough one to win. Some might say, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's going to go the whole time. That's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to go the whole time. Uh, but, you know, maybe something might happen. There might be a good pass through there. Um, I'm excited about this category, Kevin. So am this I. category is one that I think is a huge acknowledgement of our community because it's important to not acknowledge those moments that happen and discuss them in ways that we feel are fitting and ones that uh, truly bring light to the uh, events and situation. That's why this year's Breakthrough Grappler of the Year goes to Ralph Gracie. Now, (laughs) here's why. Uh, It's mostly because he broke through the barricade uh, to get down there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Hey, I shut up. No, don't, I don't, I'm not getting heckled before I get to the joke, you dorks. <laughs> Listen, here's what I want to say about Breakthrough Grappler of the Year. Um, you could argue that he broke through teeth. You could argue that uh, he broke through uh, manners or decorum. You but could argue. here's the reason why we wanted to make sure that we're talking about this again is that there are still people who are defending what happened. I love the people who are like, oh, you guys don't know the full situation. I was like, well, I saw what I saw and uh, looked pretty much like a dude who just forearmed somebody in their face. And then now we're in the part where uh, I think Flavio has put up a picture of him with uh, three of his teeth missing. So I don't know that this is done by a long shot, Kev. Well, that's funny. Uh, teeth missing. Yeesh. Also been there. Had better a statue in Vegas. Absolutely. Kevin, are you ready for our next category? This is a big one, um, so I'd like your help because he's so shy, but you and I are finally going to give out an award that means a lot to us, and it's the next EBI star. This is an up-and-comer award, and here it is. Raph, you should do the honors. Next okay. EBI star. Oh, this one, this one's coming in from the heart, ladies and gentlemen. The next EBI star, the verbal tappy goes to Keith Kikorian. Now, let's keep it moving. Perhaps, yeah, let's just uh, zip right into the next category. Next EBI important. disappointment. <laughs> the person that's really going to suck next time they get a chance at uh, EBI. Who is that? Who won? Keith Krikorian, same <laughs> candidate. That's unbelievable. I want to make sure that people know that every so often when they have those presenters who give out two awards at once and they're just standing up there after somebody has accepted an award, they go, oh, we're, yeah, we're giving out another award. Trigger here. happy. Yeah. Here we go. Um, we wish Keith all the best. However, in a very serious note here, Keith did take second on the 10th for 10th list, a.k.a. the pound for pound list. For tenth planet, that earlier they put on winner of a verbal tappy list, which is not more significant than our list. So, <laughs> just saying. Uh, however, I, in a statement, uh, Keith was uh, quoted as saying, "Oh, come on, you guys! Oh, jeez." And I heard him talk shit on Candy Cord. The bet was you had to endorse it. That's not quite what I heard. That's Though I will fair. note it. I will note the vote was impressively for Candy Corn. <laughs> if 
it's the worst candy that's ever been invented. How come 40% of the population is like, no, it's pretty good. I really enjoy it. And the Halloween's weird. I still don't think it Here we wants. go. No, no. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. You be a candy <laughs> denier. You, too, will be in the museum. We will someday wow. build a museum to that. I, I might do it myself. Raph, this next award's important. It's okay. It's something you can only give out when you're the friend of the recipient, and mm. we don't have any of those. But you know him better. Can you uh, can you take this next one? Absolutely. I am so happy to can be. Can you giving- Steve Carell this? That was funny when they introduced it. Like it was going to be Jack Nicholson. Though. Yes, I did enjoy that. This was kind of nice, guys. This is. You know, they have the Cecil B. DeMille Award. They have the ability to give out those signature awards. Sometimes the Grammys have the Governor's Award. Um, I believe the Oscars have the Thalberg Award. It's kind of known as that moment when you do a big career introspective and uh, you look back and all that sort of stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, giving out the Joe Rogan Lifetime Achievement Award for Excellence in Things. It goes to. Marshall Carper, everybody. Yes. Why did he win this award? Because I'm still not sure. In 2019, he cured getting older in jujitsu. It was a miracle. No one thought we could do it. We didn't think it existed. He went to space first. He came back and he wrote okay. about it. Rap. Okay. Much like he wrote about the injury article this year. He was like, no, now I shall climb Mount Olympus, <laughs> find the never ending serum and make an updated neoproxen. It might just involve a CBD strain. It might just involve a really good article, but the winner is Marshall Carper. Um, Marshall is on a Google document still writing his response. Uh, I have bad news for everybody. It's going to be a book. He missed the deadline. And good news for everybody. It's going to be a book. It's going to take a right. lot of – there's like four chapters on like attacks. It's good. He's definitely going to create another uh, metaphor with Scott Disick for no reason in his book. So kudos to him. Kev, this one's an exciting one because, again, these are the 2019 awards as if the entire year has already happened. So it's very important that we know who wins this category, which is most likely to go bankrupt. Kevin, do you have a few words about this category? This has been a competitive category for years. We've had people pop up. We've had people pop down. We've gotten slapped in the face with some things and really contracted against talking about it. It's been difficult. And I'll tell you, Raph, none of these organizations have been very friendly to the press. And I judge it by that. And I am talking about all three of these organizations that are most likely to go bankrupt. Excellent. And the nominees are Metamorris, again. ACB, again. And Josh Palmer's career. And the winner is... Tough category. Do you have the envelope? I don't. I, I don't. Oh, I no, I've got it. Yeah. The winner oh, okay. is it's Josh Palmer's career. Hey! The other two were unable to make it back, but people were like, we'll give Josh Palmer a little bit more. We'll give him a little, you know little bit it more. Is? It's one of the equivalent of winning like a blockbuster uh, movie award when they used to give those out where you go, it's got to be the person who showed up, right? It's got to be. It's always. And I, by the way, we didn't give Josh a chance to speak about this because we know he would have. And we don't give American jobs away to the Brits. So tired of that bullshit. 
You know what Josh Palmer put on my list for everybody's, you know, come up with your goals for 2019? He definitely put down, he goes, I hope that you put down have a grapple with the Josh Palmer. And I'm like, you were, you're so weird. Why are you like the way you are? I think that Josh Palmer might be the equivalent of the Toby in my life. She's got sweet cheekiness. That's a British slang term that I, yeah. I might have invented. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I don't know if I've told this story on the show yet. But I was once insulting Josh Palmer on his Facebook. And he seems to get a kick out of it. And one person who responded to me just happened to be his mom. And I'm pretty good with going on with a bit. But when his mom's just sitting there going, oh, come on, leave him alone. I'm like, ah, fuck. Ugh. <laughs> call your mom on this one, Josh. Really? All right, fine. Okay, <laughs> I'm starting playing again. Wait, I was trying to play crickets to help, but nope. <laughs> so Josh Palmer's Bob definitely wins this round and the last one. Kev, I have a I have a very bad news information. We to will give be nice to her son thing. moving forward. We'll see how he does in 2020. What's mm. that? Um, there was a recount. Oh, for what? In one of our categories. In, uh, I believe it was the category of most wins without a submission. This is, uh, we knew it was going to be close. We knew it was going to yeah. be close. And the winner yeah. is? The winner is AJ Agazarm, guys. I'm oh, so sorry. snap. Now, Back. Here's where the, the computer went a little awry. It had him in MMA, I bet. I bet it, it, had, it wasn't even focused on his grapples. It did have an, M- an MMA for a while. However, it's happened before. It also. Here's where the computer malfunctioned. This is our moonlight debacle. It is our moonlight. I'm so sorry, you guys. I want to give AJ the opportunity to speak, but I don't. Um, Here's where the malfunction happened. It said it counted all of his non-submissions as losses. And then when the computer tried to figure out how is he still booked on all these grappling events without ever winning, it just broke down. So the computer overrided us, and it actually said that AJ Agassarm won, even though I can't tell you the last time he won something, but he, he won that. So most wins without a submission, the verbal tappy goes to AJ Agassarm, a late entry who was not even in the system. <laughs> it's uh, the Wild West out here at the verbal tappies. Welcome to the verbal tappies, 250. Fifth night of awards. If you haven't been listening before, we are very excited you're back. Thank you for tuning in. Rap. These next two categories were tough. They yes. were in and out. It was more of an international award. But the person that next chokes out Gary Tonin goes to a legend in the sport, mm. Marcelo Garcia. That's Ooh. exciting. That's a little flirtation. It's a little flirtation. This is this is wishful thinking at this point. Hold on, I, I, you know I I retired this sound. Oh, I do. I'll, I'll bring it back for that. That's a, that's a good one for that. I'd, I'd watch that, especially to see Marcelo smile as he slaps Gary. Yeah, I might even try. Well, you know what? I'll save Harley for this next category. Okay. Person that next slaps Gary Tonin. This one was tough. The computer spit out a weird result. Just someone Asian at 1FC is all it says. Okay. That's fair. It's, it's not even clear that it's a fighter. So it's hard to. But you know what? Nonetheless, here's the Harley sound for 
person. It still the sounds like a chainsaw. It's still in that vague sound of both. And this time, Gary, please find out what's in the briefcase. What's in the briefcase? <laughs> ah. All right. And this, this is the grappling award, so it's probably not yeah. during the fight. This is insinuating someone at Asian at 1FC is going to slap him. I'm, uh, I'm, I have my guesses. but Kevin, this is a great one. This is a, an award that we like to give out. Um, that was inspired by Carmen San Diego. So the, uh, w- this is one of my favorite awards to give out because it's both educational and um, also inspirational. One might say, "Yeah, this is the verbal tappy for where, where in the where? world is Cron Gracie at this hour?" Doesn't quite work as a song, but if I've it got did, where, where in the in world? The world is Cron Gracie, Gracie at this, this hour? hour. <laughs> the choreography yeah. department wins again. I want to point this out to you guys. You have no idea how hard it is to synchronize any kind of rhythm or any kind of harmony when you're on a Skype line. So all of you who have judgment on that can fucking suck it. And Kevin. the people of you that liked it, thank you. The thank nominees you. are for thank where you. in the world is Cron Gracie <laughs> at this hour? This hour. <laughs> That's going to be our theme song moving forward. <laughs> San Diego. Obvious. Mm. The moon. It's a new training thing. If it exists. If it exists. If it's even possible to get there. We'll get into it. And third one, Danaher's <laughs> I hate. This one's weird because normally he trains in like a blue tank and this says Danaher's Blood Gracie Room. I do not know what that means, but I think it's pretty effing cool. I think it's essentially modeled after the set of The Last Jedi where it's all real red around the areas and then Danaher sits on a throne and he watches people kill themselves so they're that I like to think it has like a you have to put your finger in one of those blood scanners and it's like Gracie or non Gracie like in the movie uh, Gattaco where you like (laughs) test it real quick and your picture pops up that might not be the name of it whatever that Judd Law movie was oh the one that nobody saw with her Uma Thurman. I think it's Gattaca. Gattaca. Yes, that, oh, it it's is a Gattaca. great movie. Yeah, with uh, Ethan something. Hawk. Ethan Hawke, four-time Oscar nominee. Ethan Hawke. He's very good. He's, He's okay good at what He's, he does. A, you know what it was? The first time he got his Oscar nomination, it was for the movie Training Day, and I said, "Oh, could they not give Denzel Washington all of them two nominations?" So they gave him <laughs> one. Would, hold on, I'm going to talk about that. That would have been amazing if they were like Denzel with Best Supporting Actor, also Denzel. That would be amazing, <laughs> especially for that one. I but got so he was mad also at in that the one. Boys. It was a good movie. Was, the Newton, you're the one person who goddamn likes that movie. <laughs> I'm barely like deep in the Ethan Hawke. Ethan <laughs> Hawke, I have it in the footnotes in our next trailer. <laughs> Is going to yeah. be doing the biopic of Carlos Condit's fight career. Look out. It's uh, <laughs> just produced and watched exclusively by me. Raph, the winner goes to uh, San Diego. I guess that's where Carlos uh, okay. is. It's is always, that where he is? <laughs> I think he's in San Diego. It's where he lives. So I was like, I don't know. I thought he lived in L.A. for a while, but, mm, you know, it's hard to say. That's why we give out this award, people. That's why we give out the award for one, two, three. Where, where in, in the, the world... world? Is Crown Gracie at this hour? 
Uh, our first one crushed it. Damn. We, yeah, 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 we were sense. there on that one. That was by accident, really. <laughs> so this has been a blast the verbal tappies thank you as yes. always for tuning in tell a friend about the nonsense chime in in the comments on itunes give us five stars listen on facebook find us on instagram let's know what you want to see for the next verbal tappies as you've noticed it is as simple as just being a friend of ours on facebook we love chatting with people right before the show starts this is a show for you by you we're fans you're fans this is where we live the 13th annual Verbal Tappies Grappling Awards coming to a close with two more very important categories. We always like to invite some people into the Hall of Fame. Raph, would you like to get started with who this year's Hall of Fame inductees are? Yes. This is the most prestigious of all awards, except for the last one that we give out. However, this goes into the Hall of Fame here for Verbal Tap and those who enter this category, Kevin, join such luminaries as. Uh, I don't know. Have we given this up before? I think uh, Lovato might be in there. Yeah, Lovato's in there. I don't. Uh huh. I thought we might have given Ronda Rousey one for an armbar award, but I can't remember if that was a yeah, joke or not. So uh, this, yeah. I'm staring at the Verbal Tap Hall of Fame department. Just well, look at it with a fucking stare. Let's stare put it this anger. way. If you make it in here, you will be unforgettable. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the very first inductee to the Verbal Tap Hall of Fame, Gary Tonin. I was so against it. But his his marksmanship, oh. and the next person, Raph, I also have the next name to get okay. into the Hall of Fame, Nikki Ryan. So I guess it's not that hard. I mean, it's just people that are pretty good at this. To be fair, Gary's had like ten appearances on our show. Mm-hmm. Nikki's had just two. So if you really look at the batting average, uh, Gary's kind of crushed it in terms of appearing on our show. But Nikki's already surpassed that at a young age. Yeah, it was super obvious. It wasn't easy. But uh, Gary, also, easily the mouthiest member of the inductees so far. We'd also like to induct, uh, this one's a good one, uh, in the non-performer category. Uh, this is what they do in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They have your main performers, and then they have the side gigs or the people who are the producers. So in the non-performer category, we would like to acknowledge, because Jitsu, as the only people who makes memes that are somewhat kind of creative. Because jiu-jitsu is not the hero we need, it's the hero we're stuck with. It's a similar version. But, Raph, you actually should be president of the Meme Hall of Fame for grappling, right? Like, you're you're on the panel. I'm definitely curating it, but I'm also doing it very First class nominee. You're you're first class. You're first ballot. (laughs) They're putting that gold jacket on you with 7,000 memes on it. I want to be very clear. Um, there was a set of awards given out to those who made memes that were nominated by themselves in jujitsu. We did not participate. And those awards went untelevised for obvious yeah. reasons. <laughs> They're the technical awards that nobody knows exists. They're like, is there best achievement in fucking sound mixing? How's that different than sound? <laughs> So 
what I'm saying to you guys is uh, congratulations to all those people who won awards. Uh, a handful of those memes made me laugh very hard. However, uh, we feel that Drew has been a consistent presence in this world. And we did not just make that up on the fly, Kevin. And to prove that, who's the next nominee? <laughs> the next nominee for the Hall of Fame inductees? It is obviously not me or the likes, because I'm I'm pulling in people. Like real people. Well, people that deserve it. It's all right, I mean, right, right, right. I'm not just like pulling in anyone. Like, but people who have talent. <laughs> this, this is a fun Hall of Fame inductee, and it's someone who's stepped away from the competitive circuit but deserves the recognition just the same and has moved to a more elevated competition, which is a joke that's going to make more sense as I announce. It's Jeff Glover. This hey, year's for him. 98th annual Verbal Tappy Hall of Fame class. Jeff Glover for all of his weed work this year. It's been impressive, 2019. True. Like He started it, but 2019, I didn't know anyone could do that. You know, Kev, he may have retired from competitive grappling, but you know for sure he's only getting started on his competitive weeding. <laughs> he's got a real bright future ahead of him. And, of course, our last uh, – well, you know, the UFC does this. They induct a match into their Hall of Fame. And uh, this year we thought – you know, Kevin and I went back and forth. But we said, what's a match that we're never going to forget? So this year, the match that we will never forget is Craig Jones and Rusamar Polaris, the winner – of the 2019, it was so bad it went into another calendar year. No way. Yeah. Oh, I, for a second, I was like, does, I forget with the verbal tappies, does that mean they fought again and it was still bad? Or it's no. just still so bad? It's still so bad, it ended up being so bad, we still remembered it through 2019, and we're actually giving it the award as to, you know, when your cat does something you don't want it to do and you spray a water bottle and you go, No. That's what we're doing. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I also did that with puppies, toddlers, and I've had parents do it with me until a year ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on the spray bottles. It just really gets everybody's attention. The final award wrap. I mean, can I hold on? Should I get a sound effect to move on? From yeah. Our Hall of Fame. Well, nominees? Hold, on. Do I, hold on. Do you want me to get? Oh, that's a shitty one. That's just a well, no, hold on. Let me give you. We did traditional Japanese or traditional Chinese. That's Let's do this. Vuvuzela. I don't want the fucking Vuvuzela. I'm gonna get this is EDM. <laughs> that's it. The fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh fuck that. Not EDM. Uh, go to go on, and I'll figure out what the next song is. I am going with most dangerous team of 2019. Most dangerous team of 2019. The award goes to 2019's version of 10th Planet. And this version relies an interesting theory about Eddie Braj's ability to clone people, which we don't have a statement about, oddly, mm -hmm. looking Thank at God. it. Mm. The, I want to list the competitors on the team. It's still the Martinez brothers. And, Raph, this part is insane to me, but I'm excited to see it. You know, like Dolly the Sheep? It's the yeah. Martinez brothers clones. Oh, no. But this is not a multiplicity situation. It's just four awesome Martinez brothers grapplers. It's crazy. And PJ Barch. 
because damn it, yeah. that face, that guy, so pretty, so pretty. Congratulations to the most dangerous team of 19, 10th Planet's version, the Martinez Brothers, the Martinez Brothers clones, and PJ Bunch. I love this. And Rap, congratulations to all of the nominees tonight. It's been a real circus here at the 2000th annual Verbal Tappies Grappling Awards. BC. Kev, the important thing that people have to understand about these awards is that they aren't just made up on the fly. Now, granted, you might hear this and think to yourself, wow, this is a well-run and well-oiled machine. I watched three hours of the Golden Globes, and they weren't even a fucking close race to between the verbal tapestries. But you know what, guys? The verbal tappies have been... Uh, wait, is this the, the part where we're supposed to close the show? Well, I was actually going to ask you. I was like, they're always out of time, so they just say, "Yeah." And this is the verbal <laughs> tappies. Go back yourself. So that's what I was. <laughs> is that what we yell? I wasn't going to do that. I, we didn't have abruptly end the show, but that was my. Well, the the problem is we actually ended before the show was supposed to end. So we're, we're just kind of like, "Hey, you guys watching ESPN this weekend?" We have three minutes to fill before we hit an yeah. even hour. All and right, the people paid for an hour. We're like <laughs> r- really fancy massage artists. There's a code. We're not going to just shortchange the group. People are like, haven't you done 30-minute podcasts? Shut up. It's the tappies. And I don't need I your love- fucking back going on in the back. This is a family show. Don't like rile me up. talking about it being a massage because they always go, and our time is up. I've gotten you some cucumber water. Oh, I love are you, that. They give you the are you okay? Hands. And I go, what the fuck? I still see three minutes on the clock. Give me the cucumber fucking water at like six o'clock exactly. That's not how this should work. And yeah, <laughs> people drinking cucumber. Flavor. Well, they do that thing like where they're just trying to like, like, oh, there's grapefruit you in that. It's like, you should have told like, me there was grapefruit in it. I hate grapefruit. <laughs> this is good though. Grapefruit? <laughs> no, there's. We, oh man, yeah, Raph and I, there's a lot of people that are like, these guys really know their spa talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. You're talking, you're talking to two guys that could spend a day at the spa. I can scrub. <laughs> Don't worry. Facial. Well, let's go through this very quickly because, listen, there is the ESPN debut of oh yeah uh, the UFC over this weekend, and it's really important that you guys go and get the free trial of ESPN Plus because it looks like that's something we're going to have to do for six bucks a month now. Kev, I'm going to go through this very quickly. I just want you to tell me, Impulse, one or the other. Welterweight, preliminary, Randy Brown, Chance Recontre. Recontre. I love that Welterweight, name. Welterweight, Bilal Muhammad or Jeff Neal? I don't have my coin. Jeff Neal. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad. Right. Lightweight, Dennis Bermudez versus Tejavon. That's not a fucking name try again the Edwards. dennis bermudez the dennis bermudez if the guy doesn't have a name dennis bermudez <laughs> uh bantamweight john lineker versus Corey sanhagen sanhagen light heavyweight alonzo menefield versus vinicius moreira uh moreira i like okay vinicius. that's a cool name women's flyweight joanne calderwood versus ariana lipitsky man you fly lapel weight the first one. I, I okay, thank you. One. Lightweight Donald Cerrone versus Alexander Hernandez. Shut up for asking me. The Cowboy, thank you. I hope he whatever near-death experience he's had in the last six months becomes public. Light heavyweight Glover Teixeira versus uh, Ion Cute Libia. 
Isn't it Glover Old Shara? I'll go with Cute Labia. <laughs> Flyweight, Paige Van Zant versus Rachel Ostridge. Van Zant got dropped from Reebok. She could be pissed. Ain't no dancing with the stars on the other end of that phone. Paige Van Zant's back. Flyweight, Joseph Benavides versus Dustin Ortiz. Uh, Ortiz. Dizzy Cracker G- Gillespie versus Yancey Medeiros. <laughs> Fuck Yancey. He and I have had so many disagreements. I'll go with the other guy. Yancey. Can I, can I do that one again? Yeah. Yancey Drew. <laughs> oh, well then Yancey Drew. I like that. That's a good there we name. go. Yancey Drew is my new favorite joke. Greg Hardy versus Alan Croner. Uh, uh, not Greg Hardy. You know what? There Pass wrapped. I refuse to be a part of this. <laughs> well, it's a co-main event for a big, um, big show. Boy, ESPN found a fun way to shuffle the deck with Greg Hardy, <laughs> didn't they? Going from publishing shitty stories <laughs> about him and uh, making some pretty serious comments to being like, wow, <laughs> just in time to partner with the UFC. Or... Uh, Data White says, I'm not fucking talking about it anymore. You I guys, get it. I, you don't have to. About but ESPN sure as shit talked about it before. And I'll give the UFC this. And I'm, it's not much to give them, but I'll give them this. They've never cared. They've never even yeah. appeared to care. They do not yeah. care. They will put a convicted felon, a convicted drug user. They don't care. They don't. ESPN pretends to care. ESPN has pretended to care. They've done it before. And they've given it their all. This is nice proof, once again, they just don't care. Well, the UFC definitely does that thing where they go, ooh, don't you make me put someone like him on. Ooh, I, ooh, I will not do it right and now. And UFC always like immediately puts the blame on you. They're like, you would want us to talk yeah. about his history, wouldn't you? That would give you something to write about. It's like, you guys yeah. cut the promo with the bus footage, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You guys just leaked the bus footage. It's like you used it as the upstart to the fight <laughs> data white i'm pretty sure it was you guys i saw you at the editing deck on that avid it wasn't what you it wasn't us well definitely me it wasn't a tmz okay. video either and tmz didn't fucking send the video to themselves <laughs> that video <laughs> found that its way around process, espn's in that business were... now this is so exciting i'm so excited for espn if to be you, in the year. Uh, this is you great. send a package to yourself and then you're super surprised when you open it whoa who sent me th- is this some weird controversial footage on my phone that got sent to me weird on it it said disrespectful fucking footage we assume that was from dana white was it not had his yeah your flyweight match that could very well kill the division henry sajudo versus tj killershaw tj dillashaw yeah he just seems to rise above it and i don't think henry sajudo is better than demetrius johnson i simply don't he beat him via decision not via anything convincing via what I thought was not a decision that should have gone to him. I thought it was more of a Dana decision to be like when the Cavs got multiple first rounders. It's like well, they really need to be <laughs> this it takes a little bit of luck. And um I think DJ Dillis just gonna knock his ass out. But we'll see. It's nice that Henry Sudo won't be like sucking himself dry of air to make weight. That might be fun, right? Well, I mean it's still a flyweight bout. So, so who T- knows? Is TJ dropping down? Flyway, yeah. So TJ is, I believe. Hold on. Because I thought he was TJ. TJ's. Nope. TJ is the bantamweight. This is hey, thanks UFC for changing around your website and making it fucking impossible. 
<laughs> I hate their new website. So yeah, he you would be dropping should. down to the 116 to 125 region. Though it would be hilarious if he got down to 116. That's what I'm going to start rooting for now. I like that they always have those conditionals. Um, anyway, yes, uh, this would be the bantam weight for TJ's 135. This is the 125. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I retract and I stick with TJ. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel right, yeah. see. But you know what though? Here's the one thing that's going in uh on a Sujudo's uh favor, which is he is good when you don't have expectations for him because everybody counted him out against Demetrius in the second time. So for that reason alone, there is some margin of error. However, I like on here when it says how many times or how many days he's been UFC champion. It's been 149 days, and yet no title defenses. And for TJ Dillashaw, it's been 422 days and one title defense. Yeah, he hasn't been fighting a lot. So when people said that this came out of nowhere, they might have forgotten uh, that's what's happening. Oh, by the way, this is just the teaser because, yes, the fights are on the 19th. So you'll hear from us again. Short guys fighting. And on that podcast, we'll definitely know what weight they're fighting at. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'll have Sorry, to... guys. We got so caught up in the fucking verbal tapping. The verbal tapping. decided to go ahead and do it. Uh, I don't know. We just want to remind you guys that your fucking free trial needs to be signed up right now. Yeah. This is what happens when I don't do a calendar ahead of time. Well, Cal I like this. Remind- no, join us next time for our UFC coverage. We're we're on a mix and people have been very nice about their responses. We appreciate you. We appreciate the pirate ship. You've been super clear. You really enjoy that we've separated the grappling and the MMA coverage. You're obviously going to get a mix of both as you're also going to get an unnecessary amount of political jokes and weird pop culture humor and things. You signed up for it, not me. I'm just happy that we are spreading across different I was continents continents is the right word but we're in a lot of different countries we have a really interesting audience you give us a lot of feedback and this was one of them so we listened we changed we have adapted and we really appreciate the increased momentum it's adding we're having a blast please find us on all the social medias join us next time for a ufc fight let us know what you want in the grappling commentary because this is uh give and take and raf and i love a nice prompt as you might have noticed from the awards that we gave out and if you think a limited amount of thought went into this ouch you need to be more positive it's 2019 it's time to look at the world as half funny raf it is time for some shout outs and i am going to start yes one of them goes to coach will well will forbes action the guy is uh sort of understated in terms of like how he presents himself he doesn't like come at you crazy just nice soft tone he's a six three just a jujitsu savant but really refining his teaching right i'm back taking some no gi i'm taking some gi and uh really enjoyed the the passing class i took on sunday my ribs really enjoyed it too. They've been letting me know mm. every second since. Logan spun on my chest, and that was it. Was like, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back to the grapples. Um, this has been a long recovery, but as I shared, and I, I do mean this, I did have to. So I'm normally an A3, and A3 has always kind of fit me, or uh, it used to be an A2L back in my 
nine years ago grappling starting days. Raph, I had to order an A4. Put on Ooh. some weight in the surgery in the offseason. Put on some weight. Buying the stuff so I can go, be confident, wearing the gear. Because it's time to train. There's no better way to keep momentum forward. And I talked about this a little bit with my instructor, but through the rehab, through the challenges, through the continued setback, I just kept seeing grappling on the other end of it. And it had become this huge mountain in my head. And now that I'm back, it's becoming something a little bit more foothillish, something I feel like is attainable and climbable. It's not like I was that good to begin with. There are that many people that are good at jujitsu. We had a new guy who was talking to me. He's like, I've been trying to get my friends to join, but they're a little nervous. It's like, what am I just going to tap all hour? And we were like, uh, yeah, for the next 14 years, that's <laughs> what's going to happen. So buckle up. But yeah, that's, that's how it works. Killers. <laughs> Classes are packed. They're good. So out there to Jibera Jiu-Jitsu in that crowd. I'm just, uh, it's, good. it's good to be back. Raph getting greeted by some nice people. And to Dr. Shepard, my new chiropractor. Oh, my God. Uh, sometimes people come into your life and they provide you with the type of healing you need. I'm feeling a little better. I decided to invest in me. I had a real moment in the mirror. You invest in you. If something's hurting you and you need some help, get to it. Attend to it. You know, help out. Uh, so thanks to the Denver Chiropractic Center just down the street here on Federal, but specifically Dr. Shepard. She rocks, Raph. And that'll do it for me. What an episode. I love the tappies. Mm. Tappies are an important, integral part of the verbal tap history. You guys can go back and listen to old episodes and hear us give out these awards. All those episodes of the tappies. You'll Mm -hmm. find them under the verbal tappies archive. And they are exquisite. It's very easy. You just look up verbal tap anywhere. And I'm sure you're going to find some. So sift through all of those episodes and then let us know where you found them. But uh, let's start my shout outs. I want to go ahead and do one shout out to begin, which is the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club, which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There is training at 8 a.m. However, I have news for you guys. This is breaking news. This is there's going to be a new location for Tuesdays and Thursdays from this moment forward, my friends. You guys if you're looking to train with the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club cronies, you're going to want to go over to Explosive Fit, and that is on 23747 Roscoe Boulevard in West Hills, California. And cannot recommend you guys get that enough because our good friend Rod is one of the gentlemen who helps run that place. He's an excellent training partner, but uh, that is his gym. So if you're looking to get your swole on too, you can go on with those folks as well. I want to say thank you to 10th Planet Van Eyes. Had both a great training session for uh, their open mat. Got some great Korean barbecue the other night, which was amazing. But here's the great news about the training over there. I went to go do the open mat and then stuffed my face with Korean barbecue. And when I saw how much weight I had gained, it was actually minus two and a half pounds. AKA, I was able to train so much that I actually still ended up losing weight despite stuffing my face. That's just a testament to their training out that way. Big shout out over to Valley Martial Arts Center. I'm going to be heading out there to train, and I'm looking forward to that. And let's see here. 
You know, it's nice. This is our first show of the year, so it's you get all the good stuff. We had a lot of people send in their goals for Grappling Hour. There's a lot of stuff over there, so follow us on at Grappling Hour and all that good stuff. So we, we had Rafael Lovato Jr. show up at the middle of nowhere, which is a great interview. If you haven't heard that, grapplinghour.com. But uh, we had a lot of people share their goals for 2019, and I thought that was really unique and, and fun uh, to see that. So we'll be holding a lot of those people accountable and checking in with them throughout the year. But... There was one little small thing that I wanted to mention, which is uh, the passing of one Mean Gene Okerlund. Now, here's why it's so interesting to somebody like me. I've grown up as a pro wrestling fan, but I wrote a little post about it, and the sentiment is very true, which is every time somebody asks what it is that I do in jiu-jitsu as a interviewer, I try to explain it, and they have no idea because they don't know what our sport is. But anytime I vaguely would give a metaphor – or an analogy, and I'd say, well, I'm essentially the mean Gene Ogreland of jiu-jitsu. People would know what that meant. They're like, oh, okay, I know what you do now. But it took for somebody to have that kind of legacy to do something. So I just thought it was a very uh, nice moment. There were a lot of uh, great responses and tributes in the world of wrestling, which uh, is, as you know, based a lot on how you carry yourself and how you say your words. So as somebody who is at least attempting to start that career over in uh, the jiu-jitsu side. We very much appreciate when those people show us and we steal blatantly from them. And it's always nice that we can uh, pay respects to that. So to everybody who loved Mean Gene Okerlund, we want to say, you know, it was a tough week, but one that it was great where we got to watch old video clips of him yelling at wrestlers uncharacteristically and telling them that they're pricks in one of them. And then holding Hulk Hogan, Kevin, accountable in the greatest heel turn of all time. When Hulk Hogan went as a bad guy, Mean Gene Okerlund was the person to come into the ring and say, what the hell is going on? And I thought to myself, there was only one person who could make that happen. So anyway, our nice little moment and saying for a true legend. Hey, Kev? Even I I know who that is. Well, you better. Yeah. Dude, that, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing this here. Anyway, that's all I got for this week, Kev. Hey, that'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...